This is K-12 Tech Talk. K-12 Tech Talk. The podcast by K-12 Techs for K-12 Techs. Real conversations, real arguments, and real banter on trending K-12 technology topics and issues. Live from the somethingcool.com studios, this is the K-12 Tech Talk podcast. My name is Josh. This is episode 115 of said podcast. Uh, with me is always late, as more times than not, is Chris. Good evening. And from the mountains this week, he is on spring break, but he is joining us regardless from the mountains of an undisclosed location on special assignment, Mark. I didn't Woo! know Mark was in the mountains. Yeah, can't you tell? It's not his normal. It's not his normal record. Uh... Is the time different? Spring break. Oh, it's the same. He's in the same time zone. He's just in the mountains. Oh, um, mountain time. So Jeremy, um, so that this kind of, I have a story that kind of collides two worlds. Uh, Jeremy and my son. So my son says. Last night at dinner, he says, hey, did you hear SZA's coming to town? And I'm like, oh, wow. Normally, normally I know when SZA's coming to town. Where where are they? Where are they going? And he's like, I don't know. I said, well, what, what are they? What are they doing? Are they doing a tabletop? Are they giving a presentation? I, I'm going to make a couple calls and see who who uh, what they're what they're doing. Like if they're doing a tabletop, I want to go because they they have righteous tabletops. And he says, um, Dad they're doing a rap concert. <laughs> so he was talking about the rapper SZA, C-S-S-Z-A, apparently is how she spells her name. And I'm talking SZA, Cybersecurity Infra- Infrastructure Security Administration, C-I-S-A, who are our friends and have been on the show before and hopefully will be on the show soon. Um, so yeah, two worlds colliding there, SZA and SZA. And then I get an email from Jeremy that he's... Getting everybody tickets to go to SZA's concert. I, I think it's the concert and not a tabletop. I'll have to reach out to Jeremy and find out. Yeah, which is it? Yeah, is it SZA or is it SZA? So, yeah, I, I thought that was funny. I posted that story on LinkedIn, and I've had uh, quite a few comments from vendors that I know and people that I have relationships with it. Uh, one of the comments, uh, Chris Illingworth from Forda Potty, or Forda, Fortinet, I'm sorry, said, uh, wow, you're old. Uh, yeah. Or, or no, what did he, he said? This is a Josh conversation or this is a Josh story. Thanks, Chris. How uh, long did you get into Like you really thought your son was like up on. Yeah. I thought he knew that SZA was coming to town. Like, yeah, I'm raising him right. SZA's coming to town. Way to go. Way to know when cybersecurity infrastructure administration is coming to town. <laughs> was MSISAC the opening act? <laughs> MSISAC is opening for SZA. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be a great story. Yeah. So what have you guys been up to? I did the my go ahead, Mark. I don't want to interrupt you. No, I got I got nothing. I'm on spring break. Woo! <laughs> did you climb that mountain? Uh no, no. You just drove there? Just Mark's drove there. Mark's busy singing Rocky Mountain High on 420. Um so <laughs> I speak- did hey, you just at no, don't do that. You don't you don't do the thing where you ask somebody what's up and then you just take it no, back. I, I thought I said nobody <laughs> That's not a genuine asking what's up. Mark said he's Rocky Mountain High and what what are you doing, Chris? I just did <laughs> my first tabletop exercise with my staff today. 
with our safety committee. Oh, how'd that go? It was good. So talking about SZA, we used... Uh, Wait, the rapper we, or, or CISA? Really either one. Either one would have went over well today. <laughs> uh, they have a K-12 uh, tabletop that you can download. It's free. Uh, I worked through, there was like two modules, module one and two kind of laid out. We kind of unpacked this last episode. Man, I'm not going to wait. We, we, we talked about this last episode, discussed this last episode. Uh, like like it, it it went through like 40 something days. Yeah, yeah. Day one is just like an FBI notice. Day whatever. There's a disgruntled employee that leaves. Yeah. Uh, then it starts getting into a phishing email comes. And then you realize that 30 something staff didn't get their paychecks. And then it ends up being a ransomware attack. So uh, we've never done that before. Sitting with this uh, safety committee, uh, principals in the room, superintendents in the room, safety director in the room. Our SROs were there. Our school resource officers were there. Social worker was there. People oh, like wow. that. Yeah. Uh, and we just we walked through it. I I like loved it. Um, and it wasn't like over technical, of course, and it it, it wasn't um, super deep into every single part of the scenario for us to analyze it. But uh, we ended up prioritizing, um, you know, what's the most important thing to get back up if everything's down. Uh, we kind of did like a top three list. Uh, we we had the conversation that was interesting about um, at what point do we not have school hmm. uh, with my superintendent saying his answer and then seeing like a principal realize that that answer was different from what he was going to say. Oh. Uh, and then we had some really cool talk about like that ransomware attack so if i'm if tech department is saying that it's going to be a week of being down or four days of being down what does that look like and you know to have these conversations about well we would be using our uh the the paper copies of our schedules and then i said do you know where your paper copies are and then you kind of see some buildings maybe that they talk about the paper copy but when's the last time you made the paper copy right uh, and then, okay, what if I told you that it was our bell system and our intercom system was down? And then they they were talking about what that would look like. So just really good conversation and good for me to hear, uh, again, what my superintendent would expect uh, out of tech department or what he would expect out of the buildings, given the tech department circumstances of being under a ransomware attack and trying to restore. Uh, and that's just, that's a free download that you, I mean... It you 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 download that thing. It's a it's a nice looking Word doc. It it has hot spots in yellow that you highlight that you kind of customize, personalize for your school district, and um, it was it was super good. So you made it through the first two modules. Are you going to go back and do the other modules? I think so. Are you? Um, because it, it it was it was worthwhile to me, uh, to bring back to my tech department and 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 talk through this. Uh, cause again, some of these conversations, so you, like you realize that where, where you should put even like the money in, into the buckets. If you, like, if you have a boss that is saying, we're going to have school no matter what, I don't care how long it takes. We could be down for a week without technology. Well, then maybe I need to think through and analyze where I'm dropping this money. I need to focus more on. Do I need to focus more on backups? Right. Uh, do I need to focus, you know, pick pick your buckets. If if I had a superintendent that was like, no, we better be up the next day. Well, maybe I need to spend a whole lot more money on cybersecurity pieces so that we, we're not going to go down ever because my boss obviously thinks we should get back up in 30 minutes. Well, you so, you you do have the 
the newspaper articles that say that you have uptime of 99.9% quoted in the local newspaper. Yeah. Uh, No, that's interesting. So um, one of the things that came up, I know you posted about this in in k12techpro.com today. Um, One of the interesting things that came up about this was the idea of like, if I wanted to have this tabletop done in my district, you you come to my district and do this because I need to be a part of the conversation um, with brainstorming and stuff like that. I it's hard. Was it hard for you running the tabletop yeah. to run the tabletop and know what's coming next and not see the answers that would address the upcoming issues? Yeah, you know when I mean? yeah when when that got brought up because I did read through everything and I did moderate it. Yeah. Um. I completely see when someone brought up like just bring over a neighboring yeah. tech to to run it because when I was leading it, which it makes sense for a tech to lead it because you are getting it's it's high it's not technical but you're you're saying some technical things in there yeah, yeah. it for sure I was playing that role where I'm going to ask a question and I could be getting an answer that is not quite right or is wrong yeah. Uh, but because I'm leading and facilitating, you're doing more that you want to have a good fluid conversation. Yeah. So I'm not going to argue, you know, a uh, high school principal, if he says the answer, that's not really the good answer. Well, I'm not going to argue back with him because I'm the one moderating the thing. So I'm just like, you know, I'm doing that whole thing that you do with kids where you're like, yeah, I see that point. And and, and you keep going where if I if I got to sit in the seat. Uh, and somebody else was doing the moderation. There's, you there could flip could be a table. No, you're wrong. You're wrong, man. How did you get a? You got the superintendent and a principal at the table. There, the uh, the super, the assistant super. It was good. Um, they are used to these. I guess we do monthly uh, safety meetings. I'm not always invited to them. Hmm. Uh, but I was I was pumped uh, today because I, I I again we didn't overdo it. Uh, but it was probably pushing 30 minutes to roll through these things and have some really good conversation. Did you um, dress up? I, I, dress I, up? I always dress up, you okay. know? Okay. I, I have a question. So do you, I mean, both of you were in the Midwest where, and we've talked in like recent weeks where tornadoes could be a thing, right? Yeah. We had 12 do you, Saturday. Do you, do your district prepare for tornadoes? And if so, <laughs> does that lead into this kind of thing helping out? Well, like, this kind of thing. It, it's funny you say that I, I was so it, it's no secret where we are my county um, Saturday night had 12 tornadoes in the span of about an hour um, in a in a in a directional distance of maybe 15 miles um, one a neighboring district to my south called me uh, the tech director called me on Sunday and said hey man we lost power uh, my virtual setup went down dirty I'm having a real hard time getting things back up. Would you mind coming down and just being a second set of eyes on what I'm looking at and see if I'm missing something? So long story short, um, went down, tried to help him out. I didn't, I wasn't a whole lot of help. Um, he ended up needing to restore from backup. And and what we can surmise from that was that we think that his sand went down before his host went down. Um, so Monday morning, I went into the office. It was kind of a crazy Monday. We were we had a bunch of damaged equipment cleaning up from that Monday afternoon rolls around things that calm down. Uh, my two guys sit in a room next to me. I walk into their room and I said, okay, guys, 
I'm not here. Power just went out. Batteries are going to last for 200 minutes. What are you doing? What, what, what's your first step? And I, I more or less, I ran a tabletop with them and for the next hour of, okay, where's the document at that steps through what devices need to be shut down in what order, where's credentials, they have their, their last pass accounts, whatever. So we, we worked through our documents that we had and they were complaining the whole time that there needed to be better documentation. So I'm like, okay, if you guys think there needs to be better documentation, let's fix that. Let's fix it right now so that if power goes out tomorrow, you guys can shut this down if I'm not here. And, and that's what we did the rest of the Monday afternoon. Because I lose power every time a dog pees on a light pole in my <laughs> district. It, I don't know why. It just it just happens. Um, so it is a very real thing. Uh, we have batteries. I'd love to have a generator. So any any anonymous benefactor, if you're listening, if you would like to give my district a generator, contact the podcast. Um, no, it's it's very real, Mark. We had severe storms again tonight, and there was threat of tornadoes again. Uh, so yeah, the Midwest is full of tornadoes. And dogs that pee on posts and cause it's weird your here, Mark. Yeah, it's weird here, Mark. You'll find out when you come in July. You'll, is you'll... that all? Is it all dogs, or is it like a certain dog? That, it's like, this one dog. Out? He's got a condition, and yeah, it's his... actually only one dog in the state. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. have, and I. This was new to me too. But talking about that safety uh, meeting, it was this school year. Uh, they had me come in for like the tornado. They have the principals in the buildings talk to tornado, but they had me come in to talk to to and I was sitting at at the tables for the discussion of tornado comes. So how does that impact the tech oh. department kind of thing? And that was a new uh, thing thing for me to experience and to really think through, like Josh mentioned. Well, um, <clears throat> we talked about tabletops last week. We talked about them tonight. I actually have a listener email. Hang on, Mark, before you get into that listener email, let's. Oh. Let's finish our Fortinet uh, plug since we already men mentioned Mr. Chris Illingworth and his rude comment to me on LinkedIn about my CISO story. Um, Chris, what other kind words do you have about Fortinet and Mr. Illingworth? Well, Fortinet, as you know, has Forta everything. They have the Forta token, the Forta authenticator. They can help out with your MFA, your 2FA solution. If you're in Missouri, you have the music insurance requirements. They can help you out with that. That stuff works in conjunction with FortiGate. Uh, so I'll put a link to that in the podcast description. Uh, and you can email Chris at FortinetPodcast at Fortinet.com. MFA? MFA? Um, so I Mark, think Mark does it best. I Mark, think would Mark you hit does. us with that? Uh, maybe later. Maybe later. Oh, he's got he's to prime himself. He's yeah. He, well, and he's one of those. He. he Mark, I, I, I should have known that because that's my personality too. If you tell me to do something, I'm not going to do it. That's Mark. I just figured it out. <laughs> okay, back to Mark. I'm not telling you to do this, Mark, but back to Mark and his <laughs> right, tabletop right. so, email. So we got we got an email, a listener email with a story. And I read this and I got about halfway through. I said, oh, I, I have to hide this from Josh and Chris. And we're going to turn this one into a tabletop because this is a fantastic story. But there are multiple points in here where I'm going to stop and I'm going to say, okay, Chris and Josh, what are you going to do in this circumstance? And we'll see if your recommendations kind of align with the listener, what they did, and uh, and see if you can come out with a good a good outcome of the, at the end of a pretty uh, 
interesting story. Right. So gather, okay. gather around, everyone. Gather around. Story time. All right. So this is story time with Mark. Story time. So this morning, and this is uh, this is a listener email. I'm, I'm hiding the name of the listener, the district, the the part of the country, and the vendor involved for obvious reasons. <clears throat> this morning, I received an email from our law enforcement liaison, which I'm assuming from the story is uh, somebody on the outside, like police or oh, yeah, sure. Uh, with an alert that someone had created a domain name that was very similar to ours with an extra letter in the district name. We are already aware of this kind of scam because somebody had done this a few weeks earlier and they were trying to call some vendors using my name oh. with email address. So I'm going to pause here. Josh and Chris, law enforcement reaches out to you. Somebody spoofed your domain name. What are well, you going to do? That's not really a spoof, right? I mean... Mm. Spoo, spoo, DKIM, DMARC, SPF prevent spoofing. That's just somebody ripping yeah. a sure. fake a, a one letter off domain. Picking on Mark's I, words, but yeah, sure. Well, he's using the wrong words. Um, sorry, not, <laughs> not a not a spoof in terms of like a, as you mentioned, but a uh, an imitation domain name. Yeah, that? yeah. I I don't. Is there anything you can do? I mean, if it's hosted with GoDaddy, can you contact GoDaddy and say take this down? I don't, I don't know. Think so. I think you could do um IC3. Completely. I might be getting too far many steps ahead, but I mean you could let let people know that that's happening, let let your your district know that that's going on and maybe a social media post that but, but that, the, that but might e- be a little bit down the road. But the emails are going out to vendors pretending to be an official with the district. So are you 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 can't contact all of your vendors that you might that it'd be impossible to to contact right. all your vendors that you do business with. Yeah. Yeah. I think I take it in. I take I take it in. Yeah. Think I think I eat it. a I think I eat a couple tums and move on. Okay, so Chris does nothing. Josh eats tums. Essentially that means you did nothing as well. Now obviously I'd reach out to that. So did that vendor reach out to listener? How did that come up that this is happening? No, law enforcement reached out to a listener and said, hey, somebody is impersonating your domain. I, okay. Can What's the right answer, Mark? Story time, Master. Let's let's continue to the next okay. section. <laughs> okay. So you guys have done nothing. That's a very <laughs> critical decision here. In the, in the we are good. Hey, when we words. roll, when we when we roll the D and D school edition dice, like what what is we do nothing get us on the dice? <laughs> Um, if this was a game of uh, of of D and D school edition, you guys have just taken the skip a turn card um, <laughs> that we purposely picked and put down. <laughs> All right, so far so good. Um, so listener continues. We submitted a request to the domain registrar to take it down. Okay. Although okay. our experience with this kind of issue in the past was that the domain registrar was very apprehensive to take down a domain without evidence of a crime. No more than two hours later, I get an email from a random company with a subject line that usually I would have just ignored. I get a ton of spam and I'm out of the office today, but I happen to open up this email immediately. It was a salesperson replying to me to say that she'll get started on the order right away. Oh mm. my. Take a pause here. <laughs> what are you going to do now? I, I mean, obviously, re- oh, oh, I almost fell for a fish. I would have replied to the salesperson right away and said, cancel order, here's the thing, but I'm going to inspect the header and make sure that that salesperson really is mm. a salesperson 
with the company, like check D mark DKIM, whatever, make sure it all passes. If it does, that's a like immediate ASAP email, maybe a phone call saying, Hey, no, stop, stop, stop. I like that. That that's like a nine on the dice. Yeah. So Josh is going to reply via email. Chris, maybe a call depends on yeah. how I'm feeling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I do a phone. I'm going to say phone call. Just because I feel like that's what we were going for here. Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to win. Um, well, you guys are very close to what the listener did. So I immediately realized that this was a company that was being scammed. So without even reading the rest of the email chain, I called the number in their email signature. She seemed excited to hear from me, even though we've never worked with this company before. She started to update me on the order, and I had to interrupt her to say that they were being scammed. As I mentioned before, this has happened to us a few weeks ago, and I've talked to other vendors, but they either knew that this was a scam already or hadn't processed any orders. This time, there was a pause, and I could practically hear her collapse on the phone. I asked, you haven't shipped anything, right? She responded that they've shipped about a million dollars in products in the last 48, 48 hours. Oh, my. At this point, the call quickly ended so she could make some calls on her end. Oh, my. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, OK, so I mean, I would want to know where the shipping is going to. It's clearly not going to go to the district, right? Like they're not that dumb. The bad guys, I mean. Mm -hmm. Wow. Is there an actual... I, I, I don't know that there's an actual item here for us, is there? No. I don't think so, Chris. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, thank God I'm not her. <laughs> They're going back to the skip card again, I guess. Yep, yep. Skip, turn. Okay, keep going, Mark. You really... You So you... You're doing I, nothing. I mean, what 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 can you do? What are you supposed to do, Mark? <laughs> it's not our fault. Um, it's funny because the listener is asking for your advice, and here you are being like, "Well, I do nothing." I feel, that's <laughs> right there. I think that's the end of the story, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there there's the next part of the story. It, this is kind of the conclusion of the story, though. So, I started to notify folks on my end, such as leadership, finance, yeah. auditing, sure. etc. And okay. obviously, my first outreach was to the law enforcement chain from earlier in the day. Everybody's first reaction internally was, did we do something wrong? Was there anything that we could have done? But after reading through the entire email chain, which, by the way, I hadn't done until this point, everything was already shipped out before we even found out about the impersonated domain. This had been going on all week. Wow. What struck me as odd was that there was a discussion about pickups in three states on the opposite side of the country. I couldn't figure out why they would ship items to other parts of the country. So it sounds like the vendor is interacting with this school district yeah. and shipping these things. And this is, by the way, from a follow-up email, these are um, they're flat screen panels. Oh. Dozens and dozens of them that equaled up to a million dollars. And they were picked up in three different states on three different parts of the country. I ended up talking to the salesperson. I'm going to go back to the original email. I ended up talking to the salesperson again that evening. And I exact, I asked that exact question. She said that the order was originally placed for shipment to our district, but the scammers emailed back almost immediately and said that they had found a shipping partner who was willing to pick up from their distribution centers at a savings to the district. 
They had security footage and a driver's license from the warehouse. Although I'm guessing the people who picked up these items had no idea they were part of the scam. So they actually, the vendors had shipped out these flat panels instead of doing the shipping, they just did a pickup at the yeah. distribution centers. And then the scammers either sense. went to these places themselves or had a probably had a courier go. Yeah. Um, as a follow up, I did find out that the only reason this scam was caught was because the salesperson's emails suddenly started bouncing back in the middle of the day. So she Googled me and found my real email address. That's why the email chain picked up halfway through. Wow. Turns out that our request to take the domain down had worked, and that's why the email started bouncing back. Had the domain still been active, who knows how long the scam would have gone on. Holy cow. I like it. That's so it's, wild. It's, it's it's worth pursuing. What was the White House that white that whitehouse.whatever.com whatever that was around for a long time and I kept oh, on yeah. what remember when we were well Mark was still probably an adult when we were kids <laughs> wasn't that a, wasn't that a, I'm the older of you two oh. yeah yes yes <laughs> yeah. but I always wonder why the why 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 that was staying up well freedom with of speech the, but this, yeah um a similar thought of this interesting I guess when you're adding one letter, barely changing something, though, it seems a lot more malicious than just picking the same name. Well, I mean, and it is a malicious act. Like they were trying mm -hmm. to defraud the sales company. I want, I guess I would assume insurance would kick in and cover that. I mean, that you're, they're not going to recover the devices. No, that's wild. Huh. Yeah. So, all right. So let's look, let's think back to, you know, actions of the district you are in possession of some information from law enforcement. Um, I suppose it's not really your job to take down this domain. It's, you know, I think it's, it's in your best interest to at least try. And this yeah. it did help. Well, I, you, I would, hear you go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think it would be um, a responsibility of yours to take it down because you know, nothing good is coming from that domain. But yeah. like you said, what are the chances that GoDaddy or whoever is actually going to take it down? My first thought would have been to file an IC3 complaint, but I don't know how far those go either. Like, it it, it could have been days for IC3 to take action on something like that. I that yeah. It surprises me that the registrar took it down. It really mm -hmm. does. Yeah, I, and, you know, my experience with law enforcement, too, is like until a crime has been committed or right. there is imminent threat of a crime so maybe it's the latter right that there it was clear that a crime was going to be committed based on past experiences or whatnot but so it's surprising that they took it down but yeah hmm. i wouldn't have been surprised if they just left it up and i think listener did right thing your 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 default gut thing should be that you're trying to be a good neighbor so you know that there's something bad out there so you try to inform you try to take it down yeah um now, in this case, too, like I was even thinking, well, man, I could go and tell all my the top vendors that I use that this is going on. But that wouldn't have done any good in this case. No. I was right, going to yeah. say, too, you you hear of those schools, those colleges, those businesses that buy up all the domain names that are similar to theirs yep. uh, to, to protect. But again, at what point is that well, too much? They came out with those new top level domains like dot school and stuff like like how many of those have, have right. districts? I mean, we haven't and we've talked about it, but we haven't done it. 
Um, you know, in in auditing that stuff, um, it would be interesting. I'm sure Absolute could help with that. Absolute, a proud sponsor of the K12 Tech Talk podcast. Uh, they can help you with your compliance security posture. Uh, I'm going to put a link in the podcast description about that. But their bread and butter uh, is to help school districts track uh, devices, keep track of devices, and get them back. Uh, and you can email Oliver Schmidt, oschmidt at absolute.com for more information about them. And Oliver did email me, and he said he snickers too at his name. Yeah, and I believe he said he would not punch me in the throat. Because I apologized on behalf. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry about Josh. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm hilarious. really sorry. Yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, we're um, unpacking absolute all their different. We we are we are unpack. I I that's the word. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, over over several episodes, but their bread and butter, mostly what they're known for. Uh, they can help you with tracking devices, not just Chromebooks, but all your devices, your Windows laptops, etc., uh, and help you get them back. And they have some good case studies that talk about that too. Oschmidt at absolute.com. So, um, uh, let's see. What do we want to talk about now? Clever went out twice this week. How did Unbelievable. that did that impact you guys very much? Oh, I hate to go back to the beginning of the episode, but I'm on spring break. <laughs> <laughs> uh one we 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 dodged a, we, we we had one one of the outages we were off. Oh. Uh, yeah. and then one hit us um but it recovered decently quick that second one. Yeah, it didn't seem to us. be quite as long as the first one, right? Yep. Um, and clever is one of those things that man districts rely on clever heavily. Like if you use clever, you're, you're probably using it for badges. You're, you know, all that stuff. So when they go down, that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty detrimental. Now, we, we, we did talk, um, on K2 tech pro about, or somewhere else that we won't mention, um, <laughs> about there seemed to be a delay in clever, like letting people know. Oh yeah. Well, um, it, that's the same with Google too. When they have a, when Gmail starts freaking out or classroom starts freaking out, it's always a good hour, hour and a half before they, they send out an alert. I, I think Josh, you, 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 sorry. sorry. No, I, was gonna say, I think sometimes you're, you're just trying to figure out if what's actually going on. Like when, when clever first went down, I, I admit we spent probably 20, 30 minutes thinking it was selling on our side. It, it wasn't like a full outage. It was kind of sporadic. Yeah. So we're like, what are the symptoms? What are the patterns and similarities? And we had like, we were convinced it was our filter that was blocking clever for some reason on certain devices. And then come to find out it, it was actually clever. So maybe clever is doing the same thing saying, is it our ISP? Is it a network issue or is it the database? I mean, you never know. Good talk. What were you mm-hmm. saying, Chris? Mm-hmm. Mark, you never take you never take blame right away, Mark. It's it's never in the network. Good point. Good point. I apologize. Yeah, Mark. Oh no, my battery's going low. Oh, I came very prepared for you guys tonight. Your battery. Um. So, in in Missouri, there it's no secret we're in Missouri here. Uh, there is uh, some legislation up for vote, and soon it all indications are it's going to pass. Uh, it's uh, about a parent's bill of rights. Um, but there is a an interesting statement in this bill. And I'll see if oh, I had it pulled up. I don't have it pull up, pulled up anymore. Um, it said something along the lines of if the district 
supplies equipment or, or computers to students that the district will block. And it lists three categories of websites that it'll block social media, which, okay, fine. We, we can block social media. There's no, um, I think you would have a hard conversation justifying the instructional use of social media. Um, pornography, which, okay, fine. That's actually a SIPA requirement for E-rate and a number, a couple other federal regulations. And then, the, and then there's a concerning statement here. There are a concerning category, uh, video sharing websites. Um, so Chris, I know you and I have talked What's about that? this. Yeah. You and I have talked about this several times. Uh, I had a long conversation with, uh, two large districts and, in uh, St. Louis County today about this. Um, so that statement is super vague. Uh, what do you guys like? I know what they're trying to do, but tell me, tell well, me what you think they're trying to do. <clears throat> I think they're in, I think it's being left intentionally vague. Um, I think the I don't know that the intended goal is to block YouTube, but I think that's what districts will end up needing to do. Are we talking? What you think they were talking about? TikTok. Well, tick TikTok falls under social media, to me. So right? you think they were talking about YouTube? I think they were uh, talking about just the ability to share video, and and it was probably like more... kids to share videos of themselves yeah. to other kids in inappropriate yes. ways. Yes, I think that was probably the real intention there, but I think the way it was left vague because they wanted to cover a number of things probably because you know, you, you name a product now and there's a new product tomorrow. Um, I, they intentionally left it blank, but is it left so or vague? I'm sorry. Is it left so vague that districts will have to take action? Because also in this bill are uh, statements about fines up to $25,000 to the district for every offense for not following compliance with this law. Um, and all it takes is, is one complaint, right? We all know that. So from the front side of things, from a precautionary side of things, do you proactively block YouTube or do you wait? We were talking about this ahead of time too, Josh. And, and I know, you know, video sharing can be a pretty vague category, but are there any definitions for the other words? Because while we mentioned before that pornography is obviously, you know, as, as part of your E-rate requirements and SIPA, you have to block that already. But if you don't define pornography, there are a lot of people who have their own definition of what pornography is these kinds of days or these days. And so are all of those terms up for vague and broad and misinterpretation? Sure. Yeah. I mean, by definition... Okay, so social media, it's interacting on the internet. Could you classify Google Classroom as social media? To me, the answer to that is no. Um, but I think someone that doesn't know any better or someone that doesn't have exposure to Classroom and LMSs might see it as such. Mm -hmm. um, I don't I don't know. I, I think this is going to be an interesting... The video thing. sharing is just super interesting to me because, I mean, we literally pay a subscription for a video sharing platform and give assignments for kids to record each other as part of classroom projects. Right. Uh, and then they show it in front of the class, these things that they made. Uh, and then to get to tell a personal story, like my daughter is running for some student council, whatever stuff in high school. And you know what her and her running mate are doing, making a video that they're going to share with all their classmates. 
not share anymore with all their classmates. <laughs> not anymore. They're not. right. Right. So just really interesting that that's that that's the phrase. It it reminds me too, and this I mean I think this speaks to just lawmakers not getting it. Uh, I don't remember the, what the name of the law was at all, but in Missouri when there was a social when like the first social networking law hit Missouri, it said how like school employees couldn't communicate with students oh, outside of yeah. school resources. But how it was written was it just meant Mr. Smith at this school district couldn't talk to little Susie at the same school district, but there wasn't language in there that said that Mr. Smith can't talk to the other little Susie that goes to the other school. You know what I mean? As long as the school districts were different, it was just written poorly. They wrote it so quick. They cared about the teacher talking to the kid in the school district, but they didn't care about the creepy teacher that rolls up at the other school district and talks to the kids. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Just written vague. They wrote it quick. They didn't talk to people that would be the ones implementing the thing. Yeah. And I think in, in writing it quick, maybe maybe this was written quick. I don't know. I think it was filed on one of the pre-filing days, so it was before session. But um, it'll be interesting to see how this one shakes out. I think it's it hasn't come up for – it's past the Senate. It's in the House now. Um, it hasn't come now, up Josh, for – So you, you always lean towards, I'm going to go ahead and block the thing. Is that how well, you're being, or what? you know, so the, the fine of $25,000 per offense obviously scares me. I mean, it wouldn't be my my money coming out. It it would be a district fine. Um, but those things kind of roll to the IT department. Like, okay, why why didn't we do a better job of making sure that we were in compliance with this? And I think um, there will probably need to be some compliance statements from the Department of Education, possibly, or or other entities at the state level that say this this is what we're recommending. Probably the state consortiums for school districts will need to come out with a statement and say this is this is what we're interpreting this as. Um, this is what you need to do. I, I, right now, I don't know. Right now, my gut tells me, yeah, video sharing, blocking video sharing means no YouTube, which means no Khan Academy, which means no Edpuzzle, which means, you know, like it's, it's a cascading effect of things that will go no we video. No, like, um, is a, is a gif considered a video in the bill? uh, Probably to Josh. No, a gif is an image, (laughs) right? It's an animation. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I do, Josh? I would, um, and I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I would say if I were in your shoes, I would put out a statement pretty quickly to students and staff that, hey, due to this bill, um, we're going to have to block video sharing websites, uh, which include, and then name like strategic news sites that have a lot of videos shared on their websites. I mean, like, you know. Well, I mean, Mark, that's a great point. I mean, n- news sites do so share humble. videos, you know, <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Block them. Block them. But like pick the right ones to block, you know? Oh, OK. I get I, Shut I get it down. I, I smell what you're cooking. Um, I ain't shutting it down. <laughs> I, I had no doubt in my mind that we would be opposites we, here. We're free. It's wild, wild west over here, man. <laughs> so, you know, it just it gets into this thought process of are, are we heading in a direction of a walled garden, which would be, Mm -hmm. I think a nightmare to maintain. Um, 
nearly a full-time staff member in my district to maintain that. Like, but, but <laughs> on the, on the converse of that, it resolves a lot of problems. It, it resolves some of your DPA problems. It resolves some of your game, you know, website problems. It resolves maybe a bandwidth problem because if you end up blocking YouTube, <laughs> I guarantee 50% of your bandwidth is going to YouTube on any, any given day minimum. So, okay. It, it, it might end up saving the district money. Oh, um, you can go right back to those e-ink Kindles at like 50 bucks. Oh. Right, yeah, good. You, video. you just need text now. Good pilots point, coming Mark. back. Oh, ideas are flowing right now. Josh, yep. you're welcome for all these great ideas we've given you tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. You know who has good ideas too, Chris? I don't know. Let me find one of them. <laughs> Dominic. Who is it? Dom Dominic. Who is it? <laughs> Dominic is full of good ideas over at Extreme Networks. Extreme Networks. You can email dmayor at extremenetworks.com. I'm getting my extreme switches in the next month or so. I'm pretty pumped about it. Actually, I'm not because my network admin is retiring and I'm becoming the network admin guy. I spent Last night, clicking through our Palo Alto firewall over and over and over, looking at all the rules and what we do, like I'm I'm learning I'm learning it all again. Oh, nice! I'm cracking open this book I got called "What's a Switch." I'm reading <laughs> about networking. <laughs> Apologies from the K12 Tech Talk podcast to D Mayer uh, for <laughs> <laughs> your ad spot turning into a Chris Pitty show. <laughs> Listen, what else did I do? I went through my SPF, my DMARC, my oh, DCAM. Good. Yeah. Refreshed my memory on all those things. Josh, by the way, I, I checked out your school, compared notes. Yeah. Mark, you too. We're all, we're all doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did do the thing. Uh, look at all the neighbors yeah. and see what all the neighbors are doing. I hadn't done that in a long time. Anyway, Extreme Networks. <laughs> Get your switch. Dmayor, extremenetworks.com. Um, yeah, I'm an extreme user too. They've they've got solid switches. Uh, and if you're in the realm for wireless as well, they're always in that upper right quadrant. Um, let's see. We're gonna be on the road. We're taking this show on the road to New Hampshire. We're gonna go visit Mark. I told Mark before the show that my goal for this trip is to pick up one, one. To have the quintessential Boston meal, so I, don't, I told Mark, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means, but mm -hmm. I want to come home from this trip, having being able to say I ate this, the cream people, pies. People are going to know I was in Boston, um, and then I also, donuts. I also want to, man. I tell you what, I had the egg white egg bites from Duncan this week. Those things are great. Um, I want to pick up a Boston accent while I'm there. So like Mark, they don't, they don't actually sell those at corner stores. Josh, you can't actually pick one up. Oh, I'll, I'll get one. Oh, okay. okay. We'll figure that. Hey, we should, while we're riding in so, your car, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll practice in the car. I got this. I got this great idea. So we're going to the CTO clinic in New Hampshire. Yes. People know us. Chris, Josh, Mark. They don't actually know our faces. I think we should go and like Josh, you always introduce yourself as if you're Mark. 
and Mark, you're going to be me. Pictures are going to be in the book, aren't they? I'll be. Oh, I don't know. Let's all talk with Boston accents. Okay, I'll work on that. And make people guess who is who. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be up at the New Hampshire CTO Clinic. Uh, Do you guys have good Vienna beef hot dogs? Ooh, Vienna Vienna sausages. We could. I I'm gonna take you to the North End. The North End is the Italian section. Get some good pastries. Get some really good pizza in that section of town. Pastries and, then, and pizza. Maybe we'll hit the Red Sox game. Who knows? Maybe we'll do it all on the same night. Mm, Red Sox okay. and St. Louis are not a good word. Mm, okay. <laughs> What's the? What are you? What? Where are you going to take us? Who's cabin in the woods? Yeah, we're going to the New Hampshire CTO clinic, <laughs> uh, and then we're going back to Boston and. Uh, I'm gonna give you, you, have the, the, you have the place picked out. Maybe I don't know. I, uh, we'll we'll think about that later. We're taking the the T station. No, no, you don't want to go on the T. But I mean, I think I think I'll kind of hear out. Like, do you guys actually think you're gonna pick up a Boston accent? And if you're walking around town practicing <laughs> a Boston accent, I'll probably find a really out of the way place. Do we get to meet your your tech department, like your team? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> hmm. Do they call it the tea because of Boston tea because of the massacre that took place? Uh, that's a good guess. It's the MBTA, the Mass Bay Transit Authority is the official name, and we call it the T. Interesting. But, okay. That's the that's, train system in Boston. That doesn't sound right. Okay. All right. So if you're going to be in the New England area, specifically <laughs> uh, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Connecticut, that area, Boston, Massachusetts area. Are there uh, good Philly cheesesteaks in Boston? <laughs> Maine, we gotta get some Maine. I'm a, I'm originally from Maine, so if we get some Mainers there, I'll be happy. I can tell from your accent. Um, yeah, come on over to, <laughs> to the New Hampshire CTO clinic. Uh, if you're up in that neck of the woods, come meet us. We'd be happy to meet you, shake your hand, uh, kiss your babies, that kind of thing. Um, we'll be up there May third for that event. Anything I'm else? Forward to it. I'm too. I am too. I'm not looking forward to flying, but uh, it'll. If all be Mark okay. can ever finish the keynote. <laughs> <laughs> any any final thoughts for 115 guys? We'll... Yeah, I got you. NTP coming to the oh. K12 Tech Talk stage as a new sponsor. Uh, they can be your sock and much more. Much uh, more. And they're on K12 Tech Pro uh, as well on the community. If you haven't done that yet, you need to do it. Uh, hang out with us. We're doing like Friday uh, video calls uh, every single Friday and a longer one. And then there's chat, there's message boards, the whole bit. Hang out with us on k12techpro.com. I have to say, I, m one of my posts on Pro last week was the most interacted with post. It's unbelievable. So I'm just popular. Um, I guess that's it, guys. It was good seeing you guys. Uh, hopefully, share us with your friends. Shoot us an email if you get a listener email like that table that wild story Mark had, who he's not telling us who it was from. Um, shoot us an email k12techtalk at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. Uh, you can share us with your friends. Thanks for listening. We are k12techtalk, and so are you. MFA.